Today is Friday, March 10th, 2023. And despite what Big Fatty said on his podcast today, I do podcast. I just don't podcast very often. I know it's been 10 days since my last podcast, but you know, I was thinking about this and I realized that it's all it all has to do with setting up this equipment because I don't have enough space in my office to leave my equipment set up. So I podcast and then I, I mean, I set it all up and then I podcast and then I take it all down. And then I don't think about podcasting again until it's like, oh my God, I haven't podcasted for two weeks. Then I set all the equipment up again. I wish I had enough space to leave it all set up because, but there's so many wires and it takes up so much space on the desk and I just, you know, I just can't leave it out. Anyway, I am back, back podcast <laughs> back to podcasting so today i actually got up really early i got up at 5 45 this morning um really that's because my husband gets up that early to get himself ready to go to work but i got up really early and i um went down to the treadmill to do my 2.15 miles but at the same time i was i decided to do three loads of laundry the laundry room is right next to the exercise room so at that time in the morning, there's nobody down there, and I put in my three loads of laundry, and then I walked on the treadmill for whatever it was, 40, 35, 40 minutes, something like that. Let me look at my my little Apple Watch, and the workout was 2.15, 45 minutes. Okay, so I was on there for 45 minutes. That's about the time. No, you know what? That was extra time, because the laundry goes for like 39 minutes, and then I must have... Um, left it on and walked back upstairs and all that stuff. Anyway, so I have gotten a lot of stuff done early and it's right now, it's only 10 after 10 a.m. in the morning. So um, I am, I'm determined to get this podcast done today because I had got to, I've got to podcast more often, plain and simple. Now this weekend is going to be a busy weekend. Tonight, my husband and I have been invited to my girlfriend's house Patricia, her house for dinner. I say her house, but it's her condo, and she's right down the hall from me. Um, and my other girlfriend, Betsy, is going to be there too. So it's going to be um, two gays and two ladies who who might or might not be lesbians. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know about Betsy, but um, Patricia, I think she's definitely um, a lesbian. And I've talked about that before. Uh, go back and listen to previous episodes if you don't if you want to hear that story. So we have that tonight, and then tomorrow during the day, we're going to a winery. We have a tasting to go to out in Linden, Virginia. We'll be doing that tomorrow. I have no idea about um, the rest of Saturday, but what usually happens is we end up going out to dinner on, like, to Chef Jeff's, the uh, Nora O'Donnell's husband's restaurant, and then relaxing for the rest of the night. But Sunday night is the Oscars, and you know I will be staying up as to see every minute of the show. I am sure I will also take a nap in the afternoon so that I can stay up late. Now, I went ahead and printed out my um, Oscar ballot. Can you hear that? Can you hear that? Um, and I went ahead and made my predictions. So this is obviously two days before the Oscars, so my predictions... Um, we'll see how they come true uh, on Sunday night. But I'm just going to do a couple of them, like the, the main ones. I'm not going to go through the whole. There's like 23 different um, 
categories. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through all of them, but I'm gonna start with the best picture. Now, I have chosen everything, everywhere, all at once. I watched that movie. It was, you know, kind of. It's in this. I believe it's in the sci-fi genre, but the story. I really liked the story and the editing and the visuals and all of that. I thought it was amazing. So I'm going with everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, now, as a side note, um, just recently, my, I should preface this by saying. This past week, my husband's nephew was in town, and he was staying with us for uh, six days, I guess. And he was he was here for business, but um, he was staying with us. Anyway, while he was here, we watched Top Gun Maverick, which is also nominated for Best Picture. And I will tell you right now that that was a horrible movie, absolutely horrible movie. It was like a remake of the original um, Top Gun yeah, I did like the original, but this one was just horrible. The story was the same. They just went from Russians to Chinese. And I have to say that when they brought out a Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer with his, um, you know, he's dying of throat cancer. And in the movie, they had him also dying of, I guess, throat cancer. They didn't really say in the movie unless I didn't pay attention to it. But it was so sad and a little a little funny that they brought him out and they had him die in the movie. And I'm thinking, that is just horrible. That was just one thing. Tom Cruise with all his plastic surgery looked, eh, looked barely, um, well, he's like 60 years old. So anyway, that movie was horrible. And I can't even imagine how that got nominated for Best Picture. I really, I don't see it. So um, of all the other movies, I've watched them all except for Avatar, The Way of Water. I watched all the others, All Quiet on the Western Front, Banshees of Inner Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans. Oh, I haven't watched Tar yet. I'm going to watch Tar this weekend. Um, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Women Talking, you know, was interesting because it started out as a really good movie, but it was dragging and dragging. Um, you know, I, I love Frances McDermott, but I just... I mean, the movie was just okay. I, I, I just, anyway. So I'm going with everything, everywhere, all at once for best picture. Now, best picture, or excuse me, best actor in a leading role. I am going with Brandon Fraser, Brendan Fraser for The Whale. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but I saw it. And I just thought it was amazing. His, the the um, ability of that guy, when you think of him playing like Encino Man or... Um, Tarzan or whatever, to see him now and the way he acted in this movie was just amazing. And it was a really good story too. So um, I'm going to go with Brendan Fraser for best actor in a leading role. Now, best actress in a leading role, um, I'm going with Michelle Yeoh from Everything Everywhere All at Once. She was really good in that movie. Now, I can't say that the others were not um, just as good, although I didn't see three of these movies yet. Um, Michelle Williams in The Fableman, she was good, but I, I don't know if she's going to win an Oscar for that. I really do think it's going to be Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Now, Best Actor in a Supporting Role. This is kind of, um, I think this one, this one, this category is up in the air. The nominees are Brendan Frey, or excuse me, Brendan Gleeson for Banshees of Inner Sheeran, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, which I have not seen. 
Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keegan, Keegan for Banshee's Vinter Sharon, and Ki-Hai Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Now, he is the little kid who played in um, The Goonies and in, um, uh, what's that movie with them? Oh, God, I can't think of it now. Um, oh, man, I can't think of it. Uh, he was like eight or ten years old playing in that movie with Harrison Ford. Oh, God, it was a series of movies. I can't think of it. I know everyone's screaming, but I can't think of it. Anyway, of those actors, I'm going to choose Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans. Judd Hirsch is like 83 years old. He was only in the movie for like maybe 10 to 15 minutes, but I think he did such an amazing job in those 10 to 15 minutes that I'm going to I'm going to vote for best um, Judd Hirsch for best actor in a supporting role. Now, um, the last one I think I'm going to go through is best actress in a supporting role. Um, now, here we have Angela Bassett, Hong Chu, Carrie Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Stephanie Hsu. That's two, two women who are nominated for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I'm actually going to choose Jamie Lee Curtis. I think it's her time to win an Oscar. And she did a really good job in that movie. I know it sounds like I'm totally on board with Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. But it was such a good movie. I can see it winning a lot of awards. Um, of course, you know, I, I, all, the, like, all these other things like um, animated feature, I didn't see any of them. Documentary feature, documentary feature, I didn't see any of those. International f- feature film, didn't see any of those, oh, except for All Quiet on the Western Front, which was very good, by the way. Um, and again, all these other categories, costume design, best sound, cinematography, I, those are like uh, throwaway categories in terms of me selecting a winner because I just don't know enough about them. I mean, I did make predictions, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to go over all those. So those are my predictions for the Oscars for Sunday. And of course, as I said, I will be watching the show every minute of it, and I will be following along with my ballot, checking off those that I have won, you know, that I selected correctly. Now, I will say the ballot that I um, chose was from Pop Sugar. Excuse me, I'm burping, sorry. Um, I chose the ballot from Pop Sugar because they have a section for you to choose which one you'd like to win or the, your predictions. And then they have a little star category, right? I mean, little star column right next to it so that you can keep track of who the actual winners were. And I like that because I would, you know, before in years past, I would like put, fill in a little circle next to my choice and then I would circle who the winner was. Well, now this gives me a, a, a way to keep track of it. So I like that ballot. Pop Sugar, the um, Oscar ballot. Um, okay. So that is the Oscars on Sunday. And I am really excited because I want, I think this is the year that I have watched more movies than uh, in years past. You know, I try every year between the nominations and the actual show to watch as many of the Oscar movies as I can. And this year I watched, well, I think I'm, I'm really looking at just the best picture category. I watched all of them except for one, the Avatar Way of the Water, because I'm going to watch Tar today. So, yeah. I think I'm in a good position to make these predictions based on what I like and what I don't like. So there's that. That's on Sunday. So it's going to be a busy weekend um, with the dinner and all. So now I have moved on. (laughs) God. Now I'm going to move on to other topics. So just some quick topics that um, have come up over the last couple of days this week and from podcasts. 
and stuff that I've been uh, listening to lately. Oh, speaking of that, I have been listening to podcasts like crazy this week. And as of today, I am totally caught up on all of my gay podcasts. I've listened to all the big fatties, all of the little fatty casts, all of Geeky Gay, all of um, Mix Minus, all of Arthur's, the Amarin's podcast, all of um, Pink Wheel Nuts. And um, I have one enormous uh, to listen to, so I need to listen to that one. And then I have a whole bunch of my true crime podcasts that I am not listen to, but they're, they're timeless. You can listen to them at any time, but all of my gay podcasts I've listened to and caught up on. And some of the things I'm going to talk about here are, are from those podcasts. So, well, not everything, but some of them are anyway, let's start with Apple. So I think it was on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? Apple um, announced that they have a new yellow iPhone 14. However, I believe it is only for the iPhone 14 and 14 Plus. Is that what it is? Uh, I'm on the website. I kind of like this yellow version of it. But it's only, yeah, it's only for the iPhone 14 and the 14 Plus. So the um, Pro or the Pros are not getting the yellow um, iPhone. Now, I see, I'm finding this interesting because we're about six months from when the iPhone 14 was released. And I believe Apple did this last year. We're in the middle of the year. They introduce a new color to keep the interest going with the iPhone 14. Uh, like last year for the 13, I believe they introduced the the blue color. Was it a blue color, I think, midway through the year? I'm not sure. But I think this is going to be a, a thing now to keep the interest in the... Um, you know, sales going for the iPhone 14. I do like this yellow, but I'm not buying another phone. <laughs> I already have the iPhone uh, 14 Pro Max. And um, I don't know if I'm even going to get the 15 when it comes out. So there's that. And the other thing that Apple introduced this week was the um, soon-to-be-released Apple Music Classical. And it's actually a standalone app that you will download. And uh, you can listen to like everything classical. It sounds like this is going to be like uh, like a big, the biggest collection of classical music um, that you can find, and information and artists and all this kind of stuff. Um, I looked, I looked at the app a little bit, but um, well, only on the website, and it does look like it's going to be pretty comprehensive. Now, the thing is, what's it going to cost? Well, if you already have Apple Music or Apple One, which is the uh, uh, services for everything, you get the Apple Music Classical automatically. All you have to do is download the separate app, and when you sign into your Apple ID, you automatically get the um, all the music. So I'm looking forward to that because we actually do listen to classical music most weekends on in the mornings when we're having breakfast and having a leisurely morning. We leave the classical music going. Um, all morning, pretty much. So I am looking forward to that. So those are the two things Apple this week. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So on the Little Fatty Cast, one of the recent Little Fatty Casts, I believe um, Larry was talking about um, getting or or his parents had given him all of his medals from high school, like his little awards and stuff that you win in high school. And then Kathy Bacon said um, on Twitter... You know, I'm never going to find it if I look for it now. But it was about, she was saying, um, call or write in your 
what you've done with all your high school medals and stuff. And I actually, surprisingly enough, I didn't keep a lot of that crap from high school, but I did one thing, and it is a bowling trophy. Now, when I was in high school, of course, that was uh, 40, well, I don't even remember how long, let's see, I'm 58, so that was like 40 years ago. Um, I, my brother and I, uh, my twin brother and I were on the bowling team for the high school and uh, for our both of our, our junior years and our senior years, we bowled, I don't know, it was like once a week and uh, we had competitions and stuff and um, different teams and so forth. And our team had, um, there were four people, obviously. Well, I shouldn't say obviously because our bowling teams had four people. And my brother's name is George. My name is Paul. We had um, a friend of ours named John and then an Indian friend of ours, uh, dot Indian, not feather Indian, named Rohit. So we called ourselves the Beatles, John, Paul, George, and Rohit. <laughs> it was funny. I mean, it was terribly, um, I guess, a little racist or whatever. I don't know. But um, it was funny. So anyway, um, our junior year, we did well. But our senior year, my senior year, we came in, uh, you know, I have to look at the trophy. I think we came in first place that year um, of all the team, first or second now, now I can't remember. But in any case, I kept that trophy because it was really the only big trophy I, I have I had ever gotten in my whole life. So um, I kept it and it's sitting on my dresser right now. And I'll have to take a picture of it and I'm, I'll post a picture on the website and uh, with the social media stuff um, to show you my trophy. But anyway, uh, Kathy Bacon was talking about this. And again, I'm never going to find the um, tweet where she talked about this. I should... Try to see if I can find it. Kathy, there it is, Bacon. Um, of course, I'll never find the tweet that she actually said about that, but um, she wrote, where is it? Oh, God. Oh, she had her birthday. I forgot about that. I'm looking on her Twitter feed right now uh, because, oh, God, you know, I'm, this is terrible. I should have done this research ahead of time. I should always do this research ahead of time. Uh, where is it? She was talking about um, calling in or writing about what you did with your high school medals. And I believe there was a, even a picture with it, was some, or somebody had uh, tweeted after her. Oh, now see, I, I'm never going to find it. I can't find it. Anyway, so I thought, oh, I'll, I should just, you know, tell it on my podcast about the. Uh, Bowling trophy. So that's why I'm telling you. Oh, no, here it is. Okay, there it is. Uh, oh, she's got, um, she sh oh, she showed a picture of Garrett's medals. Her, I think that's her son. And that is a reply to, okay, now oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Um, it says, contest time, win Vader's high school medal medallions. She says, call or write the LFC and tell us where are all your science fair, soapbox car, 4-H ribbons and medals. Of course, she did not tag me in that, but um, I'm doing it anyway. Um, and then Larry Vader didn't reply for for a couple days later. He says, whoopsie, I didn't see this. I rarely use the Twitter these days since it's dead and all. And um, she replied with Garrett's medals. Um, or I believe that's her son. So anyway, that's, that's the whole reason I'm telling you this story about my bowling trophy is because of Kathy Bacon putting that on the Twitter. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
that was one thing on the little fatty cast that he was talking about. Another thing that he mentioned was um, in in the stuff that his parents, I guess, had been pulling out when he was uh, getting his stuff together. Um, he talked about having an old style writer too, which is an Apple printer, uh, not dot matrix. Was it? No, no, that would be the image writer. The style writer too was actually ink cartridges, and um, I forget what that's called. I don't, you know, who print who prints anything these days? Anyway, when he was talking about the style writer too, it made me think that you know I have this storage unit that has it is packed with old Apple computers. I don't think I have any printers, but old Apple computers. And it, you know, it's about the time in my life where I need to start, you know, getting rid of shit because I'm old and nobody wants this stuff. But I'm thinking that, um, because, well, I also got a, a notification that my storage unit, the price is going up by $30 starting next month. And that's like, close to $300 a month for storage. And I'm like, I have got to get rid of that shit. So, um, but Larry talking about the style writer too, you know, it's like kicking me in the ass saying, you've got to get rid of this, these computers. And it's like, okay, well, what do I do with them? Do I try to sell them on eBay or on a Craigslist? Or do I just um, donate them to some place, which I don't even know where I would donate them to. Or do I just put them in the dump, put them in the trash? I have no idea because some of them are are probably worth a good chunk of money. I have a, an original um, Apple Cube from like 2001, and um, it works. It's in great shape. I have everything that goes with it, the speakers, the power supply, the monitor. It's like a 15-inch, uh, one of their first flat-screen monitors, um, and it all works because um, I've set it all up and, and, and got it working not got it working. I just turned it on. It was working. So I have that. And I know that's um, probably worth about $500. Um, then I've got like some older computers. Like I have a, an original, um, I believe it's from 1984. Uh, 120, I think it's a 128K, the very first um, Macintosh uh, little little computer. I mean, I've got a, a, a ton of stuff in there and I've really got it. I think I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is like pull one thing out at a time um, set it up, photograph it, and probably sell it on eBay. And and but I don't want to have to deal with all the shipping and the taxes and all that crap. So I don't know. I don't know. If you have any suggestions of what I should do, um, let me know, and um, I will I will do that. Now, okay. So how long have I been talking? Okay, twenty two minutes. I gotta get this moving. So I have two two little things. One is I started watching on Netflix. The Next in Fashion. It's got Gigi Hadid and Tan Tan France, the guy who's from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, the newer version. Um, anyway, it's kind of like the um, the Heidi Klum one. What was that called? Do they even still do that one? Uh, oh my God, I can't think of anything these days. Downtown. Exactly, because I, I, I can't think. Anyway, it's a fashion... Uh, competition where you have all these people, there was like, I don't know, starting out with like 12 people and they give them challenges each week and they have to create a garment based on some kind of criteria and then they do a runway walk. Um, oh, Project Runway, that's the name of that other show. It's just like Project Runway, but it's called Next in Fashion. Anyway, one of the contestants on there is Asian. It's this lady who's got two kids. She's She's a really good designer. I've liked a lot of her stuff. 
But the bizarre thing, and, and this, I don't want to come off as racist here, but do Asians have blue eyes? Because she's got these blue eyes that are just amazing. And it made me think, oh my God, do Asians like naturally have blue eyes? And I don't think they do. So I think she's wearing contact lenses, but she has their blue eyes in for every episode. So I don't know. That's it. Maybe John Ong, but he doesn't listen to my podcast. But I'm just curious if Asians have blue eyes naturally. It kind of like uh, threw me off, you know, threw me for a loop when I first saw them. I'm like, what? Now, the other uh, and another contestant on there is this guy who's really cute. He's got this beautiful auburn hair and he's, you know, thin and um, well built and He's just, he's just adorable, just so cute. Well, um, besides the fact that he got um, kicked off the show last night, or I shouldn't say last night because it, it all depends on when you're watching the episodes, but um, he was in a team challenge, and the team challenge didn't do well with the with two uh, people in the team, and his team got kicked out. But anyway, in the episode before that, you know, because I've watched like eight episodes. And I, every time I see, you know, the next episode, I'm like, oh, my God, that guy is so cute. That guy is so cute. And then on the uh, episode before the last one I watched, it was about them showing a childhood photograph and they had to create a look based on clothing that they wore um, as a kid or, you know, inspired by clothing that they wore as a kid. So um, he shows his picture and he's talking to the, um, the guy, Tan France. And he shows his picture, and in the picture, he's wearing a dress. And he says to Tan, oh, by the way, I'm trans, and so I wore dresses. But he says, look at this picture. I'm looking at my brothers who are wearing shirts, like they were wearing button-down shirts, like fancy shirts. And he said, I, was, I know I was looking at those shirts saying, I wish I could wear those shirts. Well, his creation, I believe he won that, that week, um, was a button-down shirt that had been modified, you know, like with um, um, plaid shorts. I mean, it looked as a really cute outfit. But when he revealed that he was trans, I, I, you know, and this isn't this may be you know a horrible thing to say, but I just was totally blown away. I'm like, oh my god, that was that is such a great transition that he made because he is cute, like a, a gay man finding a trans man so attractive. I, 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 I don't know. I'm, um, you know fumbling my words again, but I was just totally blown away with the fact that he's trans. And, and that's like, like I'm saying trans, like he's a, he was a woman transitioning into a man. Like, is there an assumption in my head that they can't be pretty or they can't be cute or uh, masculine or whatever? Well, this guy was, he was so cute. I mean, he is so cute. He's not like he's uh, not alive. He's just not on the show anymore because he got kicked off. So there's that. Now, this last thing, oh, my God, I've been going on for 27 minutes. Shit, and I wanted to fix this cord, but I'm going to make a noise. Oh, fuck. Anyway, um, my last thing was, so the other night, I don't know what I was doing. I was watching TV or something or talking to my husband or something, and I sneezed and burped at the exact same time. I, I don't know that you can that that's possible, but I did, and I was like, that's weird to sneeze and burp at the exact same time. What's going on with my body? <laughs> anyway, that's that's really okay. That's all I have. Don't don't get on my case about 
my uh, trans story because I, you know, I just, I'm old. So there you go. Anyway, hopefully you guys are going to be watching the Oscars this weekend. And I'm, I will try to podcast next week early enough in the week so that I can tell you my how my predictions um, came true or, or didn't. We'll see. Anyway, that's all I have for today. I am still podcasting. I am not pay, pod fading. So there you go, big fatty. All right. Until next time. Bye. <laughs>